Hey, hey, this is Hamilton. You're listening to WSOS 103.9 and 95.5. Grandma's getting old. She might only have a few more Christmases left in her. Every year, as far back as you can remember, she was cooking Christmas dinner. While you enjoyed your new Walkman or Apple Watch, she was scurrying around making sure everybody was happy. How about we give her a break this year? How about we let her enjoy, enjoy her cozy wool socks? <laughs> just, she just opened instead of having to run back and check on the souffle. <laughs> South Kitchen and Spirits with two locations, one in Riverside and one in Nocatee, will take care of your side dishes for a nominal fee. That's right, for a nominal fee. Email them at south at southkitchenandspirits.com. A few of your items or a few of your choices are mashed potatoes, collard greens, mm. cast iron mac and cheese. They, they what? They good. Let's kick it up. From South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee, Florida, all the way to your back porch, welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. This is volume 26, and you had one job. Hello, Hamilton. You had one job. You had and you one still job. Messed it up. What we're going to do today is we're going to talk about Templeton Rye, and it's kind of an interesting thing. Very. Uh, it's kind of controversial. So we brought in our resident attorney, uh, Mr. Bill Curtis, our to legal help us, counsel. Our legal counsel to help us uh, straighten up some things. So we're going to hear from him in a little bit. How much is this costing us right now? He, I'm sure he's billing us. Charges we'll by the hour. Will you get $190,000 an Did hour? Did you turn his microphone on? Don't turn him no, on yet. It'll cost on. us Hamilton. money. It'll cost <laughs> us double. Please don't turn him Hamilton on yet. Hamilton told me he does not have microphone privileges yet. So <laughs> we're going to talk about Templeton Rye. We're going to talk about our top five Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some Christmas traditions. So we know that you have a lot of things that you could be listening to with everything that's out there. And we appreciate that you're taking the time to listen to us tonight or today or whatever you're doing if you're working out. We appreciate that. If you're yep. listening to us on iTunes, then please do us a favor. Go and review it and Give tell your friends about it and rate us. That Put would be five. great. Give that us five great. stars, even if we don't deserve it. That's all I So ask. I'm here with my friends, For Kelly Christmas. and Alan. Uh, Alan, how, how was your day? To, well, you know what? I'm going to ask you this. This time of year for you at work, busy or better than it's been? Well, it should be, it should be slacking off, but my job has just gone into the uh, crapper recently because Ooh, one of the guys on my team left, so I absorbed. It's all falling on your shoulders. I absorbed a lot of his, uh, a lot of his responsibilities. So that reminds uh, me. It's of been it. a rough, uh, rough couple days. Yeah, you've had well, some show, frustrating Are you going to take time off though? Hmm? Are you going to take time off? Yeah, I'm actually going to have two solid weeks off for the holidays. So starting when? Uh, this Friday, uh, I'll work, and I'm off until what's that? The the seventh. So basically, or? when kids are off. Yeah. From school. Yeah. Kelly, in yep. your business, I would think that you would be more busy this time of year. Crazy. Nuts. I'm in logistics. So there are just as many packages, actually triple the amount of things to ship, and 20% less days to do it in. So people go nuts. And also, we're a nation of procrastinators, right? So nobody's yep. nobody's buying anything early, especially with the onset of I, well, That's where shipping. I am. Are you guys done? I mean, we talked a little no, bit about buying gifts uh, last week. close. But, but I'm a big – I like – we talked about this before, I think. I don't know if it ever actually aired. I like to go to a retail store. No, it I, aired. I like, the, I like the online You should try to listen to portion. the podcast. By I don't know. How do I do it? How do we do it? Are we go on iTunes? Stitcher. Podcast? Stitcher. Stitcher. That's where it is. 
No, I like to hit a retail store. That's one of my I know, I do too. holiday traditions. I gotta quit messing with this mic. Stop touching it. Stop touching it, man. That's, that, that's what it'll fall I, off. It'll told. fall off. Quit touching it. Yep, stop um, it. So, I, <laughs> my <laughs> other question is, how are you all feeling from the Christmas spirit standpoint? Do you feel like Christmas is next week, or does that not seem real to you? All right, so that's a great question. Ooh, thank you. I actually made a note to say something about this because it seems like every year I notice this, and this really is what lights the fire under me and says, "Hey, you better get your, you know, when Hamilton S in one sock," up. because Christmas is around the corner, and that's when I go around town and I see all the Christmas tree lots empty. Oh, yeah. No more Christmas trees are, are available. So I'm driving home yesterday, and there's a Christmas tree lot on Phillips Highway headed south uh, on my left. I look over there and see people shopping and having fun. And yesterday, nobody. No trees, no nothing. Nothing. It's I've seen a lot of full lots. There's people that are just now getting their trees. Like some idiots are just now putting their lights out. In the Christmas story, they got their tree <laughs> Christmas Eve. That's a tradition from That's some what people. they That used to be used a to thing. Do. No, yeah. no, not anymore. Not, now you have Seems to have like your tree out waste. for seven months. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly. Hey, we're live at South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee. I'm not yeah. sure if I said that. Is that speaker on? Yeah, it's I on. I have no idea. Dang it. I don't know. I, you know what? Since we started here, I brought and I brought brought and brought. Maybe you should turn it. Good down thing if it you turned the speaker on. So oh no, I do hear a difference. Could hear that. Now right. I do kind of hear a feedback. Though. Yeah. Maybe you were right. Yeah. So yeah, the speaker's a great idea. Dang it! <laughs> I give up. Good. Yeah. Anyway, so Good here's, here's my my problem with Christmas spirit. It feels like the older that I get, the harder it is to get into that Christmas uh, spirit or the fun yeah. or the the magic of Christmas. And I don't know if that's just because of age or, or what. But I think you relive it. You relive it through your kids and, like, your family being around. I think that if you, if you live a, a, a long distance like you do, your mom is up in Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky yeah. So you don't get that same old traditional, you know, feel of a gathering back with people um, <clears throat> like you did when you were a little you kid. You know, I was listening to the, uh, the Christmas, the music, when I was picking my top five music. Christmas songs. Yeah. And one thing that came across to me is, those are some sad songs, man. Are I mean, they? if you listen to some of the Christmas songs and what, you and what they the say, ones. like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, it's kind of a sad song. Well, yeah. now, hold on. We're going to top five this shit know, later. So I'm just telling calm you I'm kind of sad down. right now. I, I thought initially Christmas. that you saying <laughs> top five Christmas songs was mailing it in. I'm going to be honest. It's like top five Christmas songs. But you think every but, time I have one, it's mailing but, it in. Well, because we've only done music and songs. <laughs> so we've got to branch out. But we, no, we did fast food restaurants, but we, no, we no one did. heard it. No one heard it. Um, <laughs> music which, is way, fun, though, because we all like music. So I think what would be interesting, what our five songs are. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think it'll actually be good the more I wrote mine down. But uh, going back to last week, uh, I'm talking about food and whatnot. We had a bet about bourbon rules. Are we going to go into that now? Yeah, we, not, not only about now, but, I mean, I know we, you bet me and Alan I know. that I know uh, right. dinner here at South Kitchen, if you were right, and your thing was it doesn't have to be an American oak. That's right. And it doesn't to be bourbon, and it doesn't have to be aged two years. To be straight bourbon, it does. But to be called bourbon, be bourbon whiskey, bourbon. it does not have Because to. our five rules that we had always been taught were right. it was American oak and it was two years in the barrel. Our attorney's well, to be fair, it though, up right and now. To be fair, though, when we Nobody's say paying you we yet, had Bill, always been taught, down. it was always information we just looked up. That's true. So yeah. That sounds like and somebody's Hamilton, backtracking right now. Hamilton taught us that. No, no. Hamilton told no, us no, this, no, no. and then he no, tricked I agree. us. I agree. And then he tricked us. Um, he tricked us. It's called a hustle. It's called a hustle. So anyway, I did some research. 
Okay. I'll do some research. You want to go ahead? Well, now that we've talked about it, we might as well talk about it. Well, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? Templeton Rye. Tonight. It's not a bourbon. Well. It's not a bourbon. Hey, should we go into the five facts about or the five things about Templeton bourbon? Yeah, we can. Why not? All right. So now, well, we have music this time. So before you go, Alan. Go ahead, Alan. Get your. Okay. So. So the uh, whiskey we're drinking tonight is called Templeton Rye. It's uh, distilled (laughs) (laughs) at MGP in Indiana. It's bottled in Templeton, Iowa. It's 80 proof or 40% alcohol by volume. Oh, 80 proof. Uh, It's aged four years, and its price point is about 33 bucks. So it's not expensive. And I'm going to tell you. This stuff has some very interesting stories, and and I've been wanting to do a show about MGP for ages, right? This M, been like M is in Mary. Midwest. M is in Midwest. M is in Midwest. G is in grain, and P is in products. I've been Midwest wanting to do grain products. Is the name P of the company. In, all right. That, you should just uh, leave this. Keep the, all, the whole yeah. show. Mm. And um, so I've been wanting to do a show about MGP for a while because they make a ton of great whiskey. And a lot of people source their whiskey from this company in Indiana. In fact, we know somebody that has. Ooh. So are they just a, they are a source of grain? Are they also distilled? What do they do? No, they no, they, the they distill and, everything. and age whiskeys, so bourbons. They're, this they're, place is fascinating. Five facts is over, so we probably They're probably a, a grain broker. Cut lollipop. A, 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 Water broker. Can okay. I just say we were hoping that your reaction would be different? We were hoping that you'd get mad because we played that. He, no, we weren't hoping I don't that. Really care. <laughs> uh, you guys have numbed my uh, <laughs> reactions. Senses. Your senses. So, so, what's another bourbon that we know that's that's processed there at, at M? Is it M- MGP? Jim, okay. okay, so I figured we were going to do this in the last segment, but we can save it if you want to. We can or. We can talk about it now. One thing we know, we I know for a fact is uh, Manifest's bourbon project that they did That's a right. few years back. They sourced all that bourbon from Indiana, That's right. from That's MGP. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and it was good. Our, our buddy, Dave it Cohen. Good. It was very good. Thank you, David, for sharing so, that with us. Um, yeah, that's, that's right. And, and so David actually went up there, and I was kind of thinking it would be interesting to get David on the show to talk about this, but he wasn't And still we settled for We got bills. Still we paid bills. We had bill. to call in the lawyer. We should probably turn his microphone on. He's his, dying right now. Don't, say his, don't say his name yet, because if you say his name, that's when the... the we got, uh, I've never seen anybody that wants to say yeah, stuff listen, so bad. Putting a lawyer in front of a microphone, but having the microphone off and makes some, him squirm. Especially someone as sarcastic so as he right is. Yeah, he's so anxious right now. Bill, you can't talk yet. No, no, no. You're, so we have a lot of great information later about Midwest Green Products. We have a lot of uh, very interesting information about Templeton Rye. And uh, for now, the a lot of yeah. Let's let's tease because you do want to yeah. listen to the last segment because yeah, we're going to so talk that's about a tease. That's a tease. And I'm going to tell you this Templeton story is really interesting. That's why we brought brought Bill in. That's it. So last week we talked about the challenge, yes. and Alan and I were adamant that you Hamilton were wrong. Wrong. Um, I googled and googled and googled, and I made some phone calls. I actually called ATF. The, the, there's a branch here in Jacksonville, Florida, and I called the lady and I, and I said, I need to find out the actual rules, the official federal rules for bourbon. And she immediately laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what? She goes, I get this call all the time. That was really? her quote. She goes, yes. Huh. You, she goes, we don't do that. There's nothing that ATF does. It's a state regulation. 
you need to call your state's regulation. Um, Regulatory agency. Regulators. And Florida's is Alcohol, Tobacco, and Beverage um, uh, Bureau. Bureau, something like that. Yeah. So I called them and got no answer. It was like a, it was a uh, dial a loop. But, but I did go on Cornell University, Cornell Law University, Cornell Law University, and no, it doesn't have to be, no, nowhere, in, nowhere in the law did it say it had to be uh, more than two years. To be right. regular bourbon. It said to be straight bourbon. It okay. had to be okay. over two years. And it said oak, new charred oak barrels, not American oak. Yes. What I went deeper to find out was, is that a result of the shortage of they American oak two years ago? I so I couldn't find it. But there is some rumor out there that the wall was changed. Oh, come so on. I got, no, no. I'm not, saying, I'm, not, no, no, I'm not saying that. There we was don't an update to dinner. the law in 2016. I saw that. I read that, and so, it didn't say what the update was. And we talked about that out. because there was a shortage in American oak because I think it's always been const- just a, a container. A con- a, 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 it does not have to be American. I well, no, okay. that's you're right about that. You're right. Mm, anyway, new oak barrel doesn't have to charred. be American oak, charred oak, and no, it doesn't have to be two years. So I get two dinners. It but, it's yes. easier. To, it, okay. It's easier to name what it doesn't have to be at this point than what it actually is. It doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. Here's what right. doesn't have to be two years. Here's a fun fact, though: you're not allowed to add anything to it but water. <gasps> I found a bourbon, and that, we're talking about Templeton tonight. Okay, I've got so a fun thing to tell I know, you about. This. Well, I, I found know. a flavored bourbon the other day. Isn't that illegal? Tell you it's well, if you call it flavored bourbon, you then have I guess to say it. Pecan flavored bourbon. But I think you mm. can't you take bourbon and put. Pecan flavor in it. Can I can I say this because I am confused about this. This the I mean I love doing this because we're learning as we do it. But Mm -hmm. I know you can't. You can only dilute it with water. But can and that's before it goes into the barrel. Now once it's in the barrel, then you can add. But you have to say that you add. No, the water is added after the barrel. That's when the proofing process is done. So the water is added to proof it down. So it may go into the barrel. Uh, I think the, the law says 140 proof. Or Bill's reading. Anyway, it can go into the barrel at a certain proof. Then you use water to proof it down to whatever you want it to go into the bottle as. How do you see that, 80 Bill? proof or has to be at least 80 proof. Okay. Could well. be 90, could be 110, could be 120. Could so, be Hamilton, Yo. you win. You won the bet. Thank you. What would you like? For dinner, I don't want anything, man. I just no, no, I just, no. I just that you, you can't do that. That I, just makes us no, feel no. Shameful. I'm gonna buy you something that makes yeah. you gain weight. Then no, you I'm not gonna feel I'm gonna buy you fish. We'll Actually, I knew that, that I'd lost the bet. I'm gonna buy mm. you an oyster casserole. And I knew that <laughs> I knew that I'd lost the bet. So I said, if you don't choose it, so what I brought tonight, this is part of the Christmas tradition. What? No. <laughs> part of Christmas tradition. Uh, I brought a jar of pickled herring and wine sauce, and. Hammy Pants, you are going to try this tonight. I know you're not allergic to seafood. You I, just no, don't I'm prefer not, it. I'm not trying that. Yeah, you got to try it. Well, no, I won the bet. I didn't lose it. Oh. If I would have lost it, well, I could have to said, try But you just said, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to You won me. the opportunity to try the so pickle this, berries. This so anyway, is my, um, a Barnett family tradition on Christmas Eve. My first song. Boo. <laughs> I'm going to go into my first song. Do you not like pickled herring? Boo. <laughs> Seriously? I figured you you like honey buns and pot of meat, man. I do. We went fishing on his boat. And he said, listen, guys, we got to have breakfast on the boat. Okay. He wouldn't let me bring any bananas on. And well, bananas are bad luck on a boat. On a boat. I think that's Are they really? Wait, well, yeah. why? Uh, I don't know. It's just bad luck on a boat. Well, there's a tradition. Uh, 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 ships back in the ships. 
long, long, long time ago who would bring <laughs> crates of fruit. They brought these crates of bananas and found giant spiders. And, and oh, this, there are banana spiders. Um, no, they're called, uh, there's something like some sort of banana tarantula. Anyway, yeah, uh, anyway, nasty. somebody got bit and somebody got died and turned into a zombie and from then on. So now you can't just sense. bring bananas because that's been passed Allen's down. Group. No, no, no. The other thing that we talked about last week that I researched is where the name Bourbon came from. So it came from a French dynasty, the Bourbon family. Yeah. And that's what Bourbon Street was named after. Did they start and there in say, New Orleans? And some say the, in, in Virginia, it was before Kentucky split a, a, apart from Virginia. So the Bourbon County was actually in Virginia. And then they split apart from Virginia and then it became Bourbon County, Kentucky. But I think... Uh, most people say that bourbon got its name from Bourbon Street. Yeah, and, the, and here's why. I've read that as well. And I thought, like last week, I said, well, look, maybe it went up the Mississippi or whatever. No, what happened is they would ship out the Kentucky bourbon because it was cheaper for people to drink than cognac on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, – now, that came from Wikipedia. So that's how deep So it's got to be true. It's got to be true. I lost a bet this week because we oh, do, tri- we do trivia. At, you um, just it wasn't really a bet. We do a, we just do, stop we, gambling. We throw some cash in a, in a pool and we do trivia. Who's we? Uh, it's some folks in the office. He's got a mouse so there's like 15 of us. <laughs> yeah, me and my mouse. Me and my little pocket mouse and my dongle. So the, uh, the, the, we do trivia every, once a week. And the question was, this, it's like a Jeopardy thing, and this entity in 2001, and it was wiki... WikiLeaks? Leaks. Wikipedia. Or Wikipedia. links. WikiLinks or no. leaks? WikiLinks. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a great question. Mm. I lost. Links. No, Link. WikiLeaks. Wiki. Links. Wiki. Links. Leaks. Yeah, leaks. I said links and I lost Wikilinks. the bet. They did Wikilinks. the Jeopardy thing. WikiLeaks. Boop, boop, boop. I was like, that can't be leaks. WikiLeaks sounds like a web yeah, Leaking myself. information. But that, should, that makes but sense. But it was, yeah. Yep. So anyway, it's all those folks out there. Bourbon Street, two years, doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be American Oak. And we all getting so smart now. Wiki Leaks. Here's my song. I, can I tell you a quick story about Hope this song before you do it? Leaks this great. is my Christmas song. This isn't on my top five, but it's Willie Nelson, oh. so I had to play it. Okay. And he wrote this song right when he was becoming popular. Um, and it was about a guy that would stand outside and sell, um, uh, sell pencils and things to people trying to raise money. And Willie Nelson wrote this song about, hey, look, everybody's going about their business, mm-hmm. and here's this poor guy that's selling things. It's a great song. And they didn't know who he was. And then a couple of years ago, they actually found his daughter, and she didn't even know the song was about him. So that's pretty interesting. But he wrote it for Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison made it into a hit. But this version is Willie Nelson's. If, uh, if you're listening on the radio, you're going to get to hear it. Uh, if you're on the podcast, you won't. And we're probably not going to put this on our Spotify because it's a Christmas song and if you're playing that you don't want to hear Christmas songs all the time so anyway here's uh, here's Willie Nelson welcome back you are listening to the Bourbon Chronicles we are standing here live at South Kitchen and Spirits live. in Nakati and on Thursday night at 6.30 you'll be listening to us on the radio on WSOS uh, 103.9 FM in St. Augustine or 95.5 FM yep in Nakatee and Ponte Vedra. So um, I wanted to remind you guys that on weekdays, weekdays, from 3 to 6, mm. this place has, this place is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> the happy hour here is exceptional, Disney. to say the least. Have it's you like, heard about it, Bill? Everything is behind Is his mic the, live now? 
Everything behind the bar is half off. Bill, our resident attorney. Everything on the appetizer member. The bartender's closed? Oh, my gosh. Now we're paying. Half off. <laughs> he's, he's speaking, and you can hear it, folks, and now we are paying $78 every 38 seconds. Yep. So Bill's on the clock. Dang it. So, hey, you can also, it, it, we want to let you know that you can contact us at bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, WSOS's radio app, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Spotify. <sighs> what about have... Stitcher? What about Stitcher, Alan? Do we have that on there on the list? Yeah, we don't know what it is, but we have it. Um, what is it? It's uh, for Android. I've had Stitchers four Android's? times in my life. I'm my in love lip. with a Stitcher. <laughs> You're in love with the Stitcher? He's in love with the Stitcher. So as you guys know, <laughs> as everybody knows who's anybody, we every week do a top five. Mm. This week in we do? honor of Christmas, we're going to do top five Christmas songs. Mm. So Hamilton, would you like to kick us off? or Sure. Yeah. How do you want to do this? Yep, I'll kick us off. Um, it's not easy. It was no. not easy. There's a lot of... And once I thought about it for a minute, it got easy for me. Well, well I'm a traditionalist. Did so you Google a lot out? of mine are, did are you very Google? traditional. Well, you had to Google. Oh, Alan, you shook your head. I no, I did not Google. <laughs> well, I didn't Google, but I went on. There, there is one song. I'm okay. Here's my theory. Okay. There's this song that I really like that would that mm. would completely change my list. I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't move number one, but right it, would move, it would go to number two. All I want for Christmas. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I do. I do have. No, no, no. Listen, wait. Let me yep. tell my story. Yep, yep, All right. Yep. So, I can't find it, and what I it? did. And it's an older song, and I heard it. I've never heard it until like five years ago. Then I would hear it in stores, and I'm like, man, I really like that. I have listened to so many Christmas songs trying to find it. I don't know. It's driving me insane. But it would be my number two if I knew what it was. Sing I don't it. Even, sing it. I can't even sing it. I just know what? that is it, I know is it. Is it an instrumental? No, it's it's a it's an no, it's an older it's like is an it older a male recording. Singer? It is a male singer. Bing Crosby? No, I, no. Hamilton was hallucinating. We can figure this out. I'm tonight. gonna figure it out. There's only I, like I've, fifty good Christmas songs. If that my number five, Nat okay. King Cole, the Christmas song. Mm. Coming in at Strong. number five. That first that first opening. Oh. That whatever that is, that instrument is an organ or a violin. Yeah. Chess. I don't know what no, that is. Let me, let me pull some music. All right, go ahead. Okay, and number four, it was between John Lennon and Paul McCartney. I love both of their songs, but I had to go with Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas, because of that, the sound, the organ at the first, or the synth- synthesizer at the first. You know what I'm talking about? You know what song I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, you guys are looking at me with blank I'm not going to sing it for I don't you. know that song. Simply having a oh, wonderful Christmas And it Christmas says that like time. 700 times. Yes. Yep, that's on, my, that's on one, of my list. It's one, of my, one of my lists. But that's funny you bring that up because a lot of these songs I like at first, but by the middle of the song, it really irritates me because it repeats the yeah. same thing. Uh, number three, Frank, Frank Sinatra, I'll Be Home for Christmas, which is a sad song. Think about it. It's a sad yeah. song at the end of the day. Well, lots of Christmas songs are. That's what I said earlier, and you all looked at me like I was crazy. I didn't do that. Kelly did. I did. Uh, that number two. Don't project Kelly's faults on me. Bing Crosby, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Have yourself. <laughs> I love, see, I've, I have tricked my daughters, and I tell you them that. You gave your list ahead of time. That guy sounds a lot like Daddy when he sings. 
And, and they now believe that's that? how they describe Bing Crosby. A, you know that guy that sounds like dad when he question sings? about Bing Crosby. Did he only sing Christmas songs? Do you know no. anything else that he sings? No, he was in sung? lots of no. musicals. I'm, okay, I'm saying else? the same answer to every question. No. No. Oh, I don't know them. Of course we don't. We only know him from Christmas songs. He sings in Alan's favorite movie. Frank Sinatra we know from a lot of other things. Favorite movie. We could go off and talk about old variety shows from the 70s, and I could talk all night about that. And Bing oh, Crosby right. was Put on, everybody to sleep. He was on a lot of that stuff. So. Who was, was singing in the rain? Was that Bing Crosby? No, that was uh, Gene Autry. Gene, Gene, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. Gene something. Gene Autry was, was not even was our cowboy. generation. Gene Autry that, was That was our grandparents' generation, guys. What the heck are we talking about? Like, we know. Keep no, going. You all ready for my number one? Yes. Christmas is coming from the Peanuts sound. That's Linus and Lucy. I don't know that one. No, no, it's not. It's Linus and Lucy. No, that's that, a great. That, that Vince, I forgot. So that, 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 that Vince Guaraldi trio album, yeah. you turned me on to that. I, you know, I'd heard it as a kid, man. but I never really thought about buying it as an album. Who did? Hamilton did? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was me. No. Dang. It's Hamilton. That's a good album. That is a that is a fantastic Every, Christmas yes. album. Linus and Lucy. It, I did. I don't have it on my list, and I'm I'm kicking myself again. I'm actually going to change Hoosiers. it. Yeah, dog it. Don't bring up Hoosiers anymore. That, so that might be my segue because Linus and Lucy is my number one. Nice, nice. coming in strong. That's the one I could listen to over and over and over and over. And that was a that was a. Uh, Factor on my list. If I if I got sick of it by the middle of the song, Never. I took it off the list. So that yeah, we're yeah. the same same yeah. thing. That song. Every that's, time that I, I, I gosh, hear this song, though, I see. Um, is it Pigpen that that dances? Crazy? No, they all have a dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so have you guys dance. went like like you guys went song and performer, <laughs> and I I took performer out of the equation for the song. When I, when I did my, my top five, oh, interesting. you know, I thought, mm. what song do I like? Not necessarily what song and singer. Will you play performer. Christmas is Coming so people know what that one sounds like? Because I know everyone's heard it. Christmas is Coming by Paul McCartney? No. But, uh, the peanut sound. Go that, on Pandora. Oh. Charlie Brown Christmas Story. Christmas time. That's not it. Vince Goraldi Trio. It's so it's great, jazzy. Great album. Yeah. So jazzy. The jazz yeah. music Go just lends this. itself to Christmas Go buy this album. This is great. Listen yeah, to this. Yeah, you're right. This is a good one. It's so happy. All the other songs are so sad. This is happy. Go buy, go buy this on iTunes. You can get it on iTunes. If you enjoy Christmas you. music, this Click. is a must-have. Go on. If Here's the thing. We put All a, of us agree on this. How about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. We, yes. we put a code so in our podcast. Win, 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 win. We put a code in our podcast. You go ready to five, you get a code out, and you can go buy this this uh, on iTunes. That's a lie. Who's paying for it? Hey, uh, you're misleading people. We're going to talk about that later. Ooh, All right, Bill, what's that. your list? So if you could have one Christmas album, that would be the one. That, that is absolutely. Yeah, I would yes. agree. Uh, I don't know, Elvis. Be, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Because no. you can only have one. You no. can only have one. Uh, I, would, I would offer up White Christmas by Bing Crosby. No, I would do that. It's really good, but you're going to get tired of it. So I, had, I, didn't, I didn't rank mine, but I'm going to. You have this to, one, this, you have I to. already told you my first, which was to. Linus and Lucy, and, and I, Mannheim Steamroller, Deck the Halls. Ooh. I don't know if you mentioned that, but that's the one. Yeah, it makes me think of being at the Main Street Electrical Parade at Christmas time. That's nice. I, I love Silent Night, and I'm going to put the performer there as a children's choir. You know, mm, to hear okay. that mm. children. Is that four? Innocently singing you just Silent Night. It. I'm going to put it ahead of Deck the Halls by Mannheim Steamroller. I'm going to put. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, because when I wake up on a holiday morning, if it's Easter, I'm singing G 
Jesus Christ is risen today. You're like, when I get out of bed oh, and on Christmas, I am singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah, when I, I get all out about of bed. For the kids it's, and everything, you just hymns. come down and, and, and you want to hear it. it when you go to Mass or church or wherever you're going. That's, that's a good holy song. And then. Uh, holy song. <laughs> the other one on the list, I'm going to put it at about anywhere in the top five. There you go. Is uh, the Robert Goulet version? Goulet, which in my imagination I'm hearing as Will Ferrell imitating yeah. Robert Goulet <laughs> singing the Little Drummer Boy staring oh. contest. Mm. Yeah. You win. You always do. Oh, they told me. So Rumble Little Drummer Boy Rumble. is on my list. That was Have you ever mm. seen the uh, one speaking of, speaking of Bing Crosby? Where he and David Bowie teamed up and sang yes. that song, Little Drummer Boy. Oh, and was, yes. That's I forget, so oh, creepy. Peaceful something. That's no, creepy. I thought it was great. Oh, it's creepy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> creepy. We'll creepy. Have to, I can't find that one right now. i got too many things to find, but no, we'll have to find that one. But it's like put the it video is creepy. Instagram. Is it? It's one of those things that what? if you David watched, Bowie. If you watched at 1 a.m. David yeah. Bowie and Bing Crosby. After a few bourbons that you would feel like, man, this is really kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you my top five. We're going to let Kelly do some whatever he's doing. Oh, are you ready? You, am so, I going? You're going? No, out? I'll go. I'll go. Go. So it's, a mo- it's the most wonderful time of the year. This is the one that I did go with the artist, and that's Andy Williams. Andy, yep. Andy, Andy Williams, Williams nails that one. Yep. One of the greatest Christmas songs. Again, singers. another guy that I only know from Christmas music. I, I'll give you that. If you could but write. But they sing more. If you could write an album. He sings more. Album. Album. If you could create an album, the best thing you could do, even if you're a one-hit wonder, is make a Christmas album. How much money Mariah has Mariah Carey? Every yes. year, like yep. millions of people. And now that it's so much more accessible on iTunes or whatever, how many people, here's a st- stat we need to go look up. How many people like download, how many times is uh, All I Want for Christmas downloaded Why do people have to year? keep downloading it if they've already downloaded it? Because new people hear it and they go, oh, I want that song. How many and they more new people it. could we that's, hear? That's my question. So if you look at, well, okay, kids. what was the biggest song? Kiki, Do You Love Me? What was that called? Uh, Drake? Drake? Yeah. It's like last year that was like the biggest song. So if you looked at the downloads for that, it's steadily going to drop off. And three years yeah. from now, it's not going to be downloaded hardly at all. But every year. But Mariah Carey is still going to have In November, it's going to go woof. And she's going to make a How ton of money. How rich is George Michael from that song they play all the time? Wham. Last Wham. Christmas. Is that Wham or is that George Michael? I was going to put that as my number one because I know you guys would make so much fun nope. of me if I did. The correct so answer let me finish bad. here. Let me finish here. <laughs> here you go, Alan. So, so I went. it's the most wonderful time of the year. So number four, I came in with... Uh, Little Drummer Boy, of course. Pum, 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 pum. You know, by anybody, I'll just say that. And then, uh, do you hear what I hear? That's a good one, man. Do you hear what Just the song itself? Oh, that's beautiful. Just but just the song itself. Did you hear that? That is an angel's voice. And then, an angel's voice. The Herald Angels are singing. Hark. Your new name is Hark. Well, speaking of Mark, our buddy Mark, Hark. Our buddy Mark is actually here in the our, restaurant. Our good buddy Hark is here. These <laughs> guys. Hey, so, what, hey, how does a, a, a hair lip dog bark? Mark? Mark? That's, uh, we're going to go ahead and apologize for all the hair lip dogs out there. Oh, uh, sorry. It's not. That was offensive, um, Hamilton. You know, that was in Cut this day out. and age of Hamilton. We don't appreciate So, that. Oh Holy Night and uh, <laughs> Silent Night. So those which, oh, which Oh Holy Night? We need to get this oh straight. No, 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 I know what the song is. Which yes. version? Does anybody he doesn't, sings it? He doesn't care well, about the You didn't performer. listen. You weren't listening earlier. No, no, really I know. I said that. But, okay. So L- then lyric, Silent Night. Lyrical Oh Holy Night. Gotcha. 
Then, then I had to throw in here as a honorable mention. Have yourself a merry little have yourself. Oh, that's a, a great merry song. Little Christmas. Yep. And anybody that sings that. And I got to tell you, anything that Dean Martin sings or Burl Ives. <laughs> Burl Ives, another one. Burl Ives. That's only Christmas. No, I wouldn't know him from our anything else. Grandparents again. Uh, uh, maybe. But what's great is Burl Ives is alive today from three or four generations. Okay, so ago I have a great question. In music, so in, which in five generations. Were, well, our kids think Mariah Carey only did Christmas songs. Yes, you really Look, think wait, so? Okay, so did well, Nickelback did Nickelback do a, do a Christmas song? Because in 15 years, Nickelback ain't gonna be on the radio during Christmas time. They don't know who that is. Nothing. They're just not gonna be on the radio. <laughs> Nickelback, one of the highest grossing artists of Canada of all time. I want my Nickelback. I want my Nickelback. All right, Kelly. This is me. Top five, buddy. This is me. All right, um, number five Christmas song, Nat King mm-hmm. Cole's version. Epic. When you first hear that first couple chords, you just melt. You gotta have a glass of eggnog with some bourbon in it and sitting around a Christmas tree. Uh, Alan, um, uh, this version of A Holy Night for Me. But every I've time it says chestnuts roasting, Trans Siberian Orchestra's version oh, of A I love, Holy I Night love with the guitar. Or they go, have I'm you seen trying. them live? No, never. That's have. What, that's like a bucket list thing for me. I really want to go see these guys live. When they hit it, the guitar, the electric guitar. Look at these people that are just wow. showing up for I've never show. heard this. This Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Hey, Ben. We have fans just showing up everywhere. Alan, play it. Can we get a, a Duval from Ben real quick? Oh, yeah. Hey, we got to get Ben up here. Alan, I need you to do an air guitar. Too late. I already did it. Oh. Right, that's that's a holy night. I don't think night. I've ever heard that. It's, well, really? you'll listen to it on the way home. So. It's pretty, I'm a, it's I'm a big epic. fan of Trans- so one Trans- of my One of the reasons I have that is because our old church in Miami, one of the guys in, in uh, what church was could play that, Alan, flawlessly on a guitar. And he would play it every Christmas on guitar in front of the church. And it was like, and all the, old, all the old folks in, in the church were. So uh, would you guys go see him live? Would yeah, they're, they're here. They're, oh, yeah, they I've heard that's a great year. show. Yes, They play like two shows here every year. I think they've already played this year. But Hey, can Mark say hi? Someone get Mark. Somebody grab Mark. Absolutely. Mark. Or Ben. Mark, say hi real quick. Just Come say, say hi. hi. So you're stalling the show. This is dead air, dead air. Thanks mm-hmm. to Mark. Hey dead Mark. air, thanks the to air? Mark. There's yep. our buddy Mark. Hey, guys. There's hey our Mark. buddy Mark. What's up, man? We just had an awesome meal here. What'd you oh, yeah? eat? What'd you I, have? I had the mussels. Muscles. P-P-I mussels. Muscle yeah. shoals. And we got a burger. It's awesome. That stuff. stands for Prince Edward Island. That's right. What, yeah. did, what did Ben have? What did you have? A chicken nuggets. Mm, chicken staples. Call, ben. That's what we have every restaurant we've ever been to. Yes, absolutely. Right? Ben, if you're on the air, can you give us a good Duval? Can you give us a good big one Duval? Ready? Right here. Duval. There it is, man. <laughs> That's right. Jack's going to win this week now. The biggest Jags fan right there. All right, ready? Ready for number three for me. Wait, wait we got to have to tell Mark by. No, he can sit for Or you want to do uh, your top five Christmas songs no, on the top of your head? I can't do it. <laughs> no chance. What does this make you think of? Well, thanks for popping in, Mark. Thanks, guys. Have fun. See you, Mark. This is a great song, anyway. Bye, Mark. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening. Everyone stop by saying Merry Christmas. Is this not Cousin Eddie with his, flip, with his flippers on the with his snorkel? But still a great song. So it's on the big I think of it for different reasons in that scene. But yep. Yep, the red. Yep. The, yep. So, but anyway, there's Cousin Eddie. Waving with is that really one. in your top five? Yes, I love this song. I have it really. So a couple years ago, I found this record. I found this record, actual album, album, 
uh, on wax, and I found an old record player, and, I, and every Christmas I popped this out. I taught the girls how to like put the record on and play this this particular album. It's awesome. I have Nat King Cole's Christmas song album, and and this one. So uh, sorry, uh, that's number three. Number two is that Spirit of Christmas by Ray Charles. You know what? You're playing all your songs. That's not fair. Well, that's because I have control of the microphone. Okay. And that Wait, Spirit of Christmas by I Ray don't Charles. Know about that. That's the one where I, I can't. I can't play. I'll, it's my song, so I'll play it in a second. Uh, that's the one where Chevy Chase is stuck in the attic, and it's oh, that's a good song. That spirit oh, of Christmas. That's a sad song again. Yeah, uh, kind of. It's a pretty I mean, sad song. Uh, number one is uh, Silent Night by Ben Crosby, because I cannot make it through that song without tearing up. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I, I yeah, just, lots of these Christmas. Not, not, not like not like cry cry, but like oh, just good. like tear. This it's is going to be good radio because I always remember we talked about family traditions. When you I had took the, control of your, your thing away. You your dongle? <laughs> he unplugged my dongle. I did, I did. You you were bragging about how you had control, and I said, yeah, not for long. Oh, now so, you broke it. So now. I broke it. Now you broke I broke it, it intentionally. And Hamilton that was going to be a beautiful moment. It was. Anyway, so Silent Night's a big one. Well, I didn't know we were going into a beautiful moment. Wait, who sings that? Which one do you like? I like Bing Crosby's version. Oh, yeah. This is Bing Crosby. He might have beat his, beat his boys. Not good. We don't condone that. But he could sing. He, he beat a, his kids? He beat his kids. Yeah. Did he really? Oh, yeah. He bad. All those old guys. Wait, did. are you sure about that, or are we just slandering somebody? No, Ben Crosby is Because well they missed a note. Wait, we have what? an attorney here, so we well better watch out what yeah, we say. Beating his you children. You can't just go slandering Ben Crosby. His estate will come after you. We'll look it up. Me and this, my little mouse. Look Kelly's opinion is not the official opinion of our show. This Truth is, is one, an absolute defense. One thing we'll that I, that later. One thing that I do is... Say that again, Bill. Truth is an absolute defense. We will cover it later. I like that. I like that, Bill. It blew my mind. So, I don't even know what you so just we're said. So we're done with top five? Here's one thing I want to say we about it. Sometimes I will, during this time of year, I will go to, like, XM Radio has a traditional Christmas station, yep. and I'll go to sleep to that. Pandora. I did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just kind of a, a, I love that old As a curveball, and I want your feedback as well. I, I was in a moment. I thought you were finished. Well, you're going to sleep. You're putting well, us all to sleep. I was going to say one. No, I wasn't. One other thing is that Parker, um, Sorry, if Parker. I play him, if I play like Frank Sinatra, non-Christmas songs, he thinks it's Christmas music. It's Christmas time. Yes, because uh, of that That Like old if he hears sound. New York. Yeah. yeah. But it just reminds me of what Christmas should be. So anyway. No, I agree 100%. That's, I think that's why I like the older Christmas music better. Yeah. You ready for the some Christmas stuff? songs that if they fell off the earth tomorrow and never played again ever, I'd be okay with it? All right, go ahead. Okay, ready? Uh, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Little St. Nick. Get Saint out. Nick. Stop yeah, playing good. that song because they say the end of that song, they go, Christmas comes this time each year. So, First of all, Dun-dun-dun. stupidest lyric. Thanks for reminding us that you're making millions off this one lyric. Stop playing that song. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Forget it. I can't stand that song. I like the first part of it. Then it gets old. When he does that stupid laugh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little angry. When he does that stupid laugh and he can't get to the loop. Yeah. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And they just laugh. That's enough. Uh, The Paul McCartney one that you mentioned before, that's on your top five. That one can fall off. You don't like that? Fall off the earth. And wham, last Christmas. Stop playing that one. Stop playing. And honestly, man, I'm kind of getting sick of Mariah Carey. What about Band-Aid? I'm kind of done with Christmas. I'm going to make Sarah and Rachel really upset. What about that? I don't mind that one. That one's Which like one? It. Which they one? They don't play it that much. You don't think so? I don't mind it. It's not. Do they know it's Christmas? That's when all the, the artists get together. World. After Live Aid. Or they, they, what was the? Yeah, Live Aid. Yeah. Farm Aid. Whatever. No, <laughs> then they all get together. Christmas Aid. 
No, they all got together and they did one song. Farmer's Christmas. Is that, is that the one? Farm Aid. It's one of those. That's where, like, Cindy Lauper goes. Live Aid. No, that's a concert. Because Cindy Lauper screeches something. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then the, I, on my, um, uh, my list also I had Stevie Wonder, What Christmas Means to Me. That's you want that one to Christmas fall off the earth? Christmas means to me. Oh. No, it's a great song, but oh. it, couldn't, it didn't break my Oh, you're giving your honorable mentions. Yeah. I see. Honorable. So I thought we were finished with this topic. Oh, Eagles, Please Come Home for Christmas. Bells will be ringing. That's oh, a, that that's one's the, all right. That's a good yeah, one. That's or a fall good off one. Yeah. No, that's no, that's my good honorable mention. Yeah. Well, give, stop giving me other ones that you like. Tell me ones that you, if they stop playing. Oh, no, I think it's Wayne. Baby, it's cold outside. Have you ever had this experience when you baby, you, it's you Dave have, Grohl outside? You, baby, it's Dave Grohl. You have this, you have this great, nice outside. idea to go caroling in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you end up singing Jingle Bells a hundred times because nobody knows all the words to any Christmas mm. song. So I'll that be is annoying. <laughs> I'll be honest. Unless you, you do, unless you do this version, because this we one, had a this church one. that we used to go to that liked to do the caroling. I, I hated caroling. <laughs> I hated it. Hold on. It was Hold on. the most uncomfortable thing. <laughs> I did it because Alan, it's very uncomfortable. If you got a ding dong at your door and you open it up and it's dark because it gets dark at five thirty now. If anybody, if anybody comes to my door and starts singing, I'm going to kick them in the chest. No, but okay? you open your and there's Alan it. out there. Uh, six, I'm coming to the six door. Foot eight of them, looking like cousin like, Eddie, but with his beard, he looks like the Yeti, looks the a little bit like Santa. Like Santa yeah. out I'm there. coming to the door, looking like a cousin Eddie. I, <laughs> I'm going to have the nothing on but the uh, <laughs> the, the, flap, the, the leather flap hat, the empty in the flap tube hat. out. Nah, and I'm going to have a cigar in one hand and a beer in the other. Should we carol? Should we go? Because we're not going to be here next Tuesday because it's actually Christmas a week from tonight. We're not going to be in the restaurant because the restaurant's closed. Uh, and should we go caroling? No. Um, no. So why not? We need to. Are you, do you have your song ready? Yeah, why not? Okay, so you introduce your song because then we need to take the last part to talk about this crazy okay. thing with uh, Temple MGP. Ride. Do you like it, by the way, Alan? I will talk more about it. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's an easy drinker. I like it. It's 80 proof. Is it's it kind of like bourbon it? light. It's like it's, it is the Michelob Ultra of bourbon. How's that go? How's that sound? I'm just not a f- fan of the taste. I'm sick of doing non-Kentucky bourbon. This is like the eighth show in a row. Well, stop letting Gry Miller pick our Gry Miller loves his stuff for us. We'll man. do your own show, Hamilton. Okay. So, what sorry. are we waiting on here? We had to switch. We had to switch. Uh, we had to switch um, devices here, and this is my song for Christmas. Welcome back to the Bourbon Chronicles. We are. Recording live at South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee, Florida. And uh, you know what? Shoot us an email with your top five Christmas songs if you want. Or tell us how bad our top fives were. Bourbon Chronicles Radio at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, WSOS Radio app, iTunes, something called Stitcher, and our Spotify. Spotify is our music playlist for all the music that we play on the Bourbon Chronicles. Hamilton. Hey. What do you think about the... Uh, Rye that, that we uh, have tonight. I, you know what? I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of it, but I think it's because of the story behind it. I mean, we, Alan, you and I talked Templeton about this Rye. at lunch uh, on Monday that the story make the story had. I mean, it doesn't make the bourbon, but the story is is important to it is. I the think bourbon it does. itself. Yep. Um, Family history, who made it, it where has it came kinda, from. It's, the taste has kind of grown on me yeah. as the show's go- gone on. The first drink. Or the second drink. The first one's just to get the burn off, but the second drink. The fifth one's been really I didn't good. Like. The fifth one has been great. <laughs> no, the I don't fifth mean one it that doesn't way. burn just, as much. But and the sixth one. What do you so think? So when I smell it, I smell magic marker. 
Oh, interesting. I smell which, a, it's like better than marker. tequila. Which one? Remember those magic markers in school when they started? They came out with this. What a stupid idea that was. I'm getting highlighter. I don't think it's magic marker. Magic marker. <laughs> this one smells like licorice. Close enough. Hey, children. I mean, listen, it doesn't taste terrible. It doesn't taste terrible. But I'm not going to go out and buy it. Nope. So if it were a beer, would you agree with me that it's it's Coors Light or Michelob Ultra I of, bur- of bourbon? Those it's are super too light. Super light. It's not it's not a ton of flavor. It doesn't bring a lot of wood. It doesn't bring a lot of burn. It it's eighty proof. So it's kind yeah. of. It is a long finish. I mean, I, I, I taste it for a while. It sits on the back of my throat for a little while. Hmm. All right. But uh, no, I'm not going out and buying this. Well, for thirty bucks. Bill Curtis, what do you think of it? Too maple syrupy sweet. Uh, you think it's sweet oh. with the burn? Yeah, but I mean the burn's there. But I mean it's just there's too much of that. Um, not good enough. I agree. Yeah, I not agree, not good enough to go buy. But uh, I'm enjoying it for the moment. You know, I'm not gonna turn it down. Yeah, no, I'm not, it's, uh, yeah, puts no. It in front Some, of me. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. Somebody offers me a on free them. Templeton rye. I'm all in. I'm not gonna turn it down. Is it a gift bourbon? Would you I, give I, would, it? I wouldn't give it. No, no because you, you I'm only gift gonna it? gift bourbons that I like. That's right. That, so not a staple. Right, it's not one you're going to keep on your shelf. What would you pay for it? Twenty, yeah, 20 high twenties, low thirties. Yeah. I mean, mm, it's I'd give like less than twenty. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, less. Would than, you? There's not a lot you, out there that's less than twenty, though. So, mm. Devil's River or Templeton Rye? Templeton Rye, uh, not even a yeah, question. I know. That's so the bourbon. Devil's what's the bourbon equivalent so on the price range? Uh, to this, uh, what would what oh, you could get what Buffalo for Trace for cheaper than this? Yeah, Buffalo much Trace, cheaper. which you'd rather Not have, much. right? Oh Alan, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Alan, tell us about the story behind. Okay, this so first, thing. first, we first. wanted to talk a little bit about Midwest Grain Products. First, so we talked about it a little bit earlier. MGP is a company that uh, they they create a lot of stuff, but they make a ton of good whiskey. Uh, they're located in Lawrenceville, Indiana. Uh, a lot of non-distiller producers or NDPs, mm-hmm. you may hear people call them, uh, buy from MGP, and then they take it to their location and bottle it, and they'll say produced by, and the, uh, they'll add their location or name. The largest customer they have is Diageo. Okay. And you know who, what Diageo brands makes? Everything. Well, they make a lot of, of rums and tequilas and vodkas, but you've had Orphan Barrel bourbon, yep. Orphan yep. Barrel Project bourbon. Yep. So that's they're behind the whole Orphan Barrel project. So, and that's a show unto itself. We've already talked about Orphan Barrel. We yeah, had, if it's worth it or we not. Tried some or is that what about R- a year written? Ago. Is it Rittenhouse? Or? No, Rittenhouse. Barter, Barter, Barter House. Barter House Barter is what House. we had. No, no I've had Barter House, and we did on the show another Orphan Barrel. Can't remember which one, but anyway, rhetoric. we talked rhetoric. about that then. <clears throat> we did rhetoric. Correct. 26. That's right. So they produce several types of gin. A 51% rye, a 95% rye, which is what we're drinking tonight. A non-GMO grain neutral spirit. Actually, several. Uh, wheat whiskey. Wheat whiskey. Are you going to go through all those? You can a like malt a whiskey, a corn whiskey, about five different mash bills of bourbon, bourbon, and custom mash bills on their own. So if you go up there with your mash bill and you say, I want to create Hamilton bourbon, and I want it to be, <laughs> 50, be so good. 51% corn and 45% cow crap, you can do that, and they will create your bourbon for you. So they also make uh, – uh, so here are some of the whiskeys that, that source from MGP. Uh, Smooth Ambler Contradiction comes Which from we had. Okay, we had that. No, we had uh, – No, we uh, didn't have that. Contradictory. We had a think. Smooth Ambler, but it wasn't Contradiction. Dang it. Uh, High West Double Rye, Belmead Cognac Bourbon. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Whistlepig Old World Rye. Ooh. Ooh. And we've had a Whistlepig mm-hmm. Rye. 
uh, Angel's Envy Rye. I haven't Pender. had their rye yet. The, I haven't had Angel's Envy Rye. Angel's Envy is one of my favorite bourbons. So if you've had, had this, yet. you've had something very close. Okay. What's Except the, this has a flavor in it. So they also produce <laughs> a bunch of food ingredients. So this oh. place is not just a distillery. They also produce wheat-based proteins and starches that use, they use to enhance food texture, taste, appearance, and nutritional value. So this place is pretty big. So there's Tempe. nutritional value to my glass here. Yeah, so there's the controversy zero. behind this is that... Well, now, there's controversy behind Templeton, Templeton. not no, no, MGP. No, no, I know. But, what is it? But it, but it leads into... So, you have to explain what M- well, MGP is. If you would you allow me that. to do that, before you act like I wasn't going to do that. Tell him what the label says. <laughs> we have Bill Curtis here, and he's so charging a, us by the minute. So there's a, Alan, will you tell us what uh, MGP is? <laughs> to, to set it up, tell, nope. him what the, tell him what the label said, Alan. So, well, here, let, let, me, let me do this the way I planned it out, because What's I'll Stitcher? never get through this. <laughs> Go ahead. So basically, so there, so there's several bourbons or several several whiskeys that source their stuff from MGP. So a lot of people give it a bad name, but there's some quality stuff coming out of that place. We've oh, had yeah, some really good stuff that we like. Right. But Templeton kind of hid the fact they tried to get away with something mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they buy their their rye whiskey, RDH from MGP. They bring it to their facility. They add a flavoring formula. Dun, dun, dun. Which is just a chemical. What does that mean? They add to make it taste different. Okay. Uh, which is created by a place called uh, F- Clarendon Flavor Engineers. It's, it's in Louisville, Kentucky. And then they bottle it. So they settled a class action lawsuit brought, brought by, uh, actually a few. One of them brought by a Chicago attorney in 2015 that forced them to, number one, remove two key, key phrases from their label. One was Prohibition Era Recipe. And the other was small batch, so they weren't do this. so on their label they had pro- prohibition era recipe, and the other said the other thing said small batch. Now you won't find either one of those on this bottle. Yep, I'm and looking. there's a reason for that. Their prohibition era recipe, they were saying, was uh, created by the great grandfather of what was the guy's name, Bill? Uh, uh, Keith Kirkhoff. Keith Kirkhoff. Keith Kirkhoff. Oh, Keith man. Kirkhoff's great-grandfather was apparently Keith. the one that came up with this prohibitionary recipe that was the basis of what Templeton Rye is supposed to be now. And they claimed all these other things on their website. Like uh, uh, Anyway, they claimed a bunch of different stuff. Uh, they had to add the phrase distilled in Indiana, not in Iowa where Templeton is. Uh, then they had to offer refunds to people who bought the whiskey under false pretenses all the way back to 2006. So the lawsuit went through in 2015, was settled in 2015. They had to offer refunds all the way back to 2006. They now, had to show a receipt, though. No. No. They had to uh, They had to offer a story, basically. Okay. Somewhat proving that they did have the stuff. And they didn't get a full refund. You could tell them you bought six bottles, and if you had no receipt, you would get $3 per bottle. If you had a receipt, you could get uh, $6 per bottle. Ooh. And yeah. up to, I believe it was six bottles, so the max refund was $36. Yeah. And if you told them you bought it in a bar, they would give you a, a dollar per order for five. So you could get five bucks if you really? wanted to get five bucks. So I'm going to come to their defense for a second. I'm not going to come to their defense on misleading on what their story is. But I will come to their, their defenses of... What they're saying is that my great-grandfather had this bourbon. This, well, actually, it, it ended up being um, 
uh, uh, moonshine. It's like sugar moonshine. And, and they went to Louisville and said, hey, try to make this for me. So Louisville made it as close as they could get. They went back to Iowa, and then they got their bourbon from MPG, and then they put that additive in. I have no problem with that because you're making your, it, it, but you're see, making your own I do. bourbon. Well, but let me finish. You're making your own bourbon. What I have a problem with is that they misled people and made them think that they did it all in Iowa. I don't care how you make your bourbon. It, that was it the one good. thing. That was the one thing. But to me, if you're going to say it's a, the prohibitionary era recipe, then you're telling me that you're making it the same way that your great great grandfather did. You took his recipe, okay, I'll give you and that. created this rye whiskey that tastes like your great grandfather grandfather's. What they did was they bought some rye whiskey that was already made and aged. They took Lazy. it to Louisville, Lazy. got some chemical engineers in Louisville to create some flavor thing, add it to it, and make it taste the way they wanted it to taste. So that, to me, like you said, exactly what you said, that's lazy. So what you're telling me is they were the SMU of all the bourbon guys that got caught cheating because everybody else was cheating too at some level. That's right. Everybody I, else was doing right. something. They just got caught, right? I think, though, they no, by, took by it cheating, to I mean a new bending level. The, bending the rules. Yeah, well, so did SMU. SMU was paying Eric Dickerson. I think, uh, I think who was the, the other guy? Craig, Craig James. They, they got, paid everybody. They got the death penalty. They just were, they didn't care. They paid Eric Dickerson's driver. So uh, we brought <laughs> Bill in because I wanted to get his take minute, on, on this lawsuit. <laughs> one minute left. So the worst thing they did, and, and what the, what they get oh, caught time's on time's up, is, Bill. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll talk, we'll talk that'll to you. That'll be that'll be $38.50. <laughs> 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 sure. That's okay. a half-off rate. Bill, cut me off before you get anything. Bill, talk one point. So, yes, they got, they got caught, and they did three things. You look at that bottle, and there are three things that combined together that are misleading. One is, uh, you know, it was it's a Prohibition-era recipe. Uh, it was small batch. And then people were upset over the made-in-Iowa part. But the, the, the least offensive aspect under the law is actually the made-in-Iowa. When you when you think when you guys know the bourbons better, but when you think about the bourbons, what's the best word you can use for where it comes from? Where it is well distilled, distilled, distilled right? Yeah. So you you cannot say distilled in Iowa if it's not distilled, distilled in, in Iowa. Iowa, but you can say made in Iowa if you mix the stuff together in Iowa. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they they were actually okay on that point, but the the whole thing uh, overall was misleading. They they couldn't really tie the recipe two roots in the Prohibition era. Now, I'm, I bet you no one could really prove oh, that a right, recipe right, right. didn't exist like this in the Prohibition era. And, and then the fact that they were calling it small batch, which to my knowledge doesn't really have a legal definition, small batch. Um, but the combination of the three were misleading. They ultimately settled this so we don't get a great precedent from this case. But Okay, well, that's my question. The fact that they settled it, does that pretty much prove that they were probably... They knew that they weren't going to win? I think they knew that they weren't going to win. They knew they had some trouble because there is a federal law that says you cannot be misleading with your label. Okay. An interesting aspect of this case is that the label was approved and certified by the regulatory body of the federal government, and, and they had that somewhat as a defense. But what the government giveth, the government can quickly taketh away yep. because they could have revoked that, that approval some uh, very quickly if they found out some good information like these lawyers were bringing up. So and some so guy sitting behind a desk somewhere stamped the, the label approved, and some judge looked at it a couple years later, a few yeah, years no later. No judge really said, has to look at it. It's just all an agency function 
to, to approve those labels. And, and this I think one it was got a judge, by. Bill. Don't tell me. <laughs> I know it was a judge. And if there was a judge, we would call him Cudge Kirkhoff. <laughs> Kirkhoff. <laughs> hey, so I'm gonna we're gonna land the plane, but I do want to say that careful, careful. Our our friend Derek Derek and Heather Fritz are here. Derek it's, Fritz. It's Derek's birthday. It's they his came birthday. out to listen to us. Are you 40 today? Tis the season to celebrate Derek's birthday. Is this four zero? I wish. I wish. <laughs> he wish he was that old. He's 38. Unto the world on this day, a so child was born. Did you get the birthday bourbon, old Forrester? He got Jack and Coke. So I are we? Um, what are, are we? Uh, we're not here next week, right? We are not here next week because it's Christmas, and the week after that is New Year's. But we're going to do one from the back porch. We're going to do a couple side shows. Uh, I'm going to do a teaser. I got a surprise for you, gentlemen. I so. wouldn't commit to anything, man. <laughs> yeah, not on air. Um, <laughs> but we, you, you yeah, guys no, are making. Do you want to do something? We're right committing. Here. I got something for you guys, Alan. So stop backing out before I, you know. You guys are making promises that your bodies can't for cash. You. What would you like to do, Hamilton? Oh, do you have it? You you have something for us now, or you? no? We're gonna do it on our on our Christmas special. Oh, oh you told me earlier Chronicles. you had a surprise for us. I do. Not tonight. Oh, jeez. You gotta get it on the Christmas special. Hey, so in summary, you bourbon makers out there. Tell the truth, right? Just tell the truth. We don't care where your bourbon was made. We don't care if it came from MGP. If it's delicious, we're going to drink it. Whiskey drinkers are savvy, and we don't be we don't want to be lied to. So, thank you, Alan. We love you all. We're going to go out with this. Yeah. Why not, Bill? Why not? Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate thank you, guys. That was fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, uh, remember everybody. Remember, bourbon, bourbon might get the conversation started. But your soul keeps it going. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch.